1: where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Jerry LaVette. And we are once again joined by Kate Cook. Kate, thank you for joining us on this Thursday, the Thursday before Christmas. Thank you for having me. am yeah, glad, glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. It's been a fun week so far. I'm excited. We have some cool, uh, we have some little heavier stuff to talk about in today's minute. Yes. Um, today's minute starts with Ollivander telling Harry that they do not speak his name. In response to Harry's question. Harry last minute, at the end of the minute, asked what uh what the name of the wizard that gave him his scar was. So he says, You do not speak his name. And the minute ends with Harry asking Hagrid about he who must not be named. Um right off the bat I want to say I, I this is the first time that it's established that Wizards and witches are afraid to say the name of this, of Voldemort. We, we don't hear his name in this minute. Um, that's later, but they're afraid to say his name. And I'm really interested in that. I was wondering why that would be. And uh, I have a theory that I'm going to put out here now um, that comes from way later. But I think that in the book, in Deathly Hallows, the, the Snatchers... Are able to find people that are defiant to Voldemort because when they utter his name, there's like a, it's very similar to the trace. And so I think people are afraid of saying Voldemort's name because it means that Voldemort can find them.
0: I don't think that came from back then though. I think they modified that now because the only people who
1: would say at his the end name. of the movie,
0: yeah, would say it because everyone else was still so afraid of him. Yeah. So the people who were saying his name were the people who weren't afraid of him, were the people in like the students that were in like Dumbledore's army army and, and, and the people in the Order of the Phoenix. Those were the people not afraid of him and they will say But his I name. think that it would
1: work I think that it would have worked during the first Wizarding War because there was still an Order of the Phoenix during then, and I think that they would be the ones that were defiant and willing to say his name. Like I think that it was it was enough of a pressure that like people stopped saying his name.
0: I, mean, that's I
1: think that might be the impetus for it, but I don't know. It's not ever explained. Um,
0: I think my good thing is uh, for this one is this is where he meant where Ollivander actually does say for the first time that he thinks that wands choose the wizard because he's explaining this mm-hmm. as part of his segue into the whole, um, you know, that they both have the the same the same things because he mentions that you know Wands choose the wizards and Voldemort did great things mm-hmm. and that's yeah, when he, he mentions says, he's like they were terrible but they were great which is again kind of brings this whole he's got that emotion on his face yeah. where it's just kind of like so he, kind of implying you could mm-hmm. be doing great things yeah he tells Harry it's just like, like we my can face expect- is now me
1: questioning are you going to do the terrible things yeah he says he says. We can expect great things from you, Mr. Potter. After all, he who must not be named did great things. Terrible, but great. Ollivander sounds like a Voldemort apologist. (laughs) Like, he's more concerned with the power of the wand and, like, the, the potential for magical mastery that it has than he's concerned with what the wand is used for. Um, because he's got an admirate. He's got an admiration for Voldemort here, where he's saying like he he produced great magic. Like, look at the amazing things that he accomplished with a wand that I provided him. Like, it's kind of mm. not totally okay. I don't think. I'm not sure. I like his statement saying that Voldemort did great things. But 19. he did. I, I mean, mean, you
0: can't. I don't know if that's necessarily. I mean, I guess it's, we don't, don't know the level of power to the magic that there was.
2: The, yeah. I don't. I think it's because
0: you have to be able to. I mean, that that goes with anything. That's like talking about Hitler and saying he was a terrible leader. Hitler was a fantastic leader. That Look was at the what problem. he convinced people to do. Yeah, like that that that's a not problem. a debate. But he, like, he was a great leader. And if he had chose to do better things, he could have continued to be great, and we mm-hmm. all could have thought well of him. But instead he went in a different direction that was terrible. But does it change the fact that he was a great leader? He was. Because look yeah. at what he was able to accomplish. And he was awful. That's but so it's kind of the same thing. It's uh, kind of him saying the same thing. Uh, yeah. You know, except instead of Hitler, it's Voldemort. Like, <laughs> you have to give him credit. Like, he, he did, he did he great things. Life. I think it's the they semantics were just
1: awful. of the word great that I have a hard time with. You associate great with being heroic, you know, heroic and, like, and wonderful. Things. Yeah. But he he did powerful things. He yeah. did uh impressive magic. I don't I don't have a better way to you're deliver just, that those line. Those are
0: pretty much just like you're just trying to find synonyms. Yeah, that, exactly, actually. exactly.
1: I'm just I'm just I don't like the uh, my brain has a weird stop, I guess there that's like this is not acceptable. <laughs>
0: all my time here, I'm gonna just be really happy that I managed to make a Hitler reference in Harry Potter. I yes, I <laughs> oh had God. a
1: feeling it was going to come up when we had this scene. Um, Ouch! I didn't. Not i am not blaming you for <laughs> it. Like, I, I never would have <laughs> thought I, I that Hitler was gonna come I up was ever. Beating around the bush, not wanting to bring up Hitler in in connection to Voldemort, but that parallel is so easily drawn. Yeah, he's a great and terrible wizard. Um, he who must not be named did great things. Uh, I Harry, he was ho- so. Oliver took the wand from Harry, and then he like hands it back. There was like a weird exchange that happens in the last in between last minute and this minute, where like Harry waves the wand, and then Oliver takes it and is like, "We can expect great things from you." And then Harry kind of takes it back. Like there's like a a second, he takes the wand back, and he's like, he has this expression on his face, like. Thank you. Like, I is like, <laughs> am I supposed to take am it a compliment? <laughs> yeah, am I? Should I be worried? Am I? Do you think that I'm going to do terrible things? Is there a potential because they have the same wand core? Is there a potential that I could do terrible things? Is yeah, is there are you imply? implying that I could be the next Voldemort like that? Yeah. Should I be? And then I, I think we get the reason that Harry doesn't want to be in Slytherin. I think is because the the reiteration later that like. There wasn't a Witcher wizard who went bad who wasn't in Slytherin. He's like, oh, there's there's a potential for him to go bad. I, I think, think that's something that keeps coming up. I think up. it's just
0: so many things everywhere. I mean, think so. You have yeah, there wasn't a Witcher wizard who didn't go bad who was in Slytherin. You have Ron's interaction. Like he's made friends with this kid Ron already, mm-hmm. and this kid comes up, and he's supposed to be like the face of Slytherin. Yeah, and he he's bullied, yeah, you know? he he. Starts he off being a jerk, his jerk, and, and-, and so, you know, he steps back from that, and, you know, you hear the whole everything with Voldemort, and you hear this, you hear the fact that people won't even say his name, and there's just so many things where it's just, like, for him, it's probably also, like, you know, I think the way they show it is his friend already went over somewhere else, and he wants to probably be with his only friend that he's had in his entire life, mm-hmm. Ron his very first friend ever. And he wants to go hang out with him, but also, like, you know, at this point, yeah, you've you've been told at every turn that the, you know, the worst person in existence is who tried to kill you, who killed your parents... And now, you know, this you, has got to freak him out as he's leaving. He's right? leaving all these, this terrible yeah. person. People won't even say his name. And now it's just kind of like, And oh, I have well, a wand that's connected you know, to this guy.
1: Like, you know oh. what?
0: The wand, the only other one I've ever given out is mm-hmm. to that same terrible person. Pottermore who, like,
1: mentions that Harry never told anybody that they shared a wand core between him and Voldemort that that it came from the same source it never comes up and i think it's because but did Ollivander tell Dumbledore cuz Dumbledore knows oh i'm sure Dumbledore
0: knows but Well no he does i mean if it's mentioned later Dumbledore I, brings it up i think
1: Dumbledore i i have been my theory is that Dumbledore has like a sort of omniscience like i think he kind of knows everything that that goes on and i think it's just the way that he's he's written in this very like omniscient sort of sense um I don't think anything gets past him. And I don't know if it's because he's got, like, people that are telling him these things. I don't know if Ollivander and and Dumbledore would interact and talk about that, or if Dumbledore just—I don't know how he becomes aware of things. I just think he—he just—he has a way of just knowing. It's very sinister.
2: It could be eerie. It's not like Harry's going to leave the store and he's going to get on the phone like, oh my god, you're not going to believe— what? This, kid. <laughs> this kid. First we'll of all, they wouldn't game even game. do
0: phones. They someone would have to
1: walk through a portrait.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's right. That portrait. Kind of an owl. I think the portrait thing works faster. What?
1: What do you you models for? When people can just walk around through portraits, but not that's all true. people can walk through portraits. No, yeah, we, we can't. Everybody, like, almost everybody, anymore.
0: seems to have portraits in which they do, and then they're just as, like messengers. Yeah,
1: that's that's. I think we only
0: see. You see it at the end, but then you're just like, One... why is this not being used all the time?
1: <laughs> because the guy, the, uh, I, uh, this is super off minute. Um, <laughs> it is, but it's a very Colin interesting. When shows up in the next movie, we'll talk all about the differences in, in Wizard portraits because so
0: long because because time. the
1: portraits that we see, uh, like uh, the former headmaster, that's the um, ancestor of Sirius Black. Is able to move between his portrait and Hogwarts and his portrait, and... but the the portraits are different. They're commissioned differently. Okay, so like... let's
0: drop the portrait thing then. Okay, and we'll bring we'll talk about it then. Let's talk about Hedwig. Okay, because he you get to see Hedwig. I
1: he
0: Hedwig. he is. I mean, he's the last. Like, so well, he's not even the last. There's a whole thing with Harry asking bluntly, you know, or not really asking, but kind of making it a statement about the whole. He killed my parents. Yeah, he gave me the scar as he kind of taps his scar at Hag- uh, Hagrid. That's how that, and I had re- wanted to look at something else. By mm-hmm. the way, that's why it's taking so long. To no, go it's to okay. I want I want to make
1: a. I want to make a, a comment here. He gives Harry. Oliver gives Harry back his wand after saying that Voldemort did terrible but great things, and then he like shuffles off into the back of the shop, She's leaving like, Harry by himself. Like it's drop jobs, like yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, do I do I pay for this? Like, what's going on? Uh, speaking of paying for it, uh-huh. how much do wands cost? You said you knew. I, I thought you said you said I do, know. do you know. You, you both, know. both did. But how about we write you.
0: them down on a piece of paper? Because I feel like you nope. guys don't. There's a quiz here. <laughs> Well you guys are we'll saying that way time. you're like oh, well, no, thing well, no, no, one, like, one
2: thing that I read, it wasn't attached to Harry Potter, It didn't say oh, oh this is Harry Potter's wand yeah. price or whatever. It just said like the two things that they sell. Oh sure. Are like wands and what was the other thing? It was something like that that's not even related to wands. It was kind of like really a quill. weird. Like quills. Yeah, it was something mm-hmm. feather. It was something to do with feathers. And I think it said that wands were seven gallons. Seven gallons. I was so, gonna
0: guess too.
1: I don't know why. So if
2: it hit, so we're all
0: born
1: seven galleons? I don't know. That's how much Harry Pacer is one, seven galleons. We talked about
2: how last week galleons. with Tim
1: that a galleon wor- is worth about six dollars and thirty cents in US currency. Well, they're not very pricey, are they? I'm surprised <laughs> that <laughs> one know, is right? not that expensive. It's like 25 bucks, <laughs> twenty five bucks, twenty, thirty bucks. Okay. Like thirty bucks. That's not, bad. That's not bad at all. No. I thought it would be like hundreds. Not hundreds of galleons, but, like, I think it
2: would be worth a lot. Like, this is, the, like, a and, tool and, for... And they can't afford to buy wrong, uh, a lot. Okay, I'm, I'm so okay. glad that I wasn't
0: want th- to say that, because, like, I mean, I didn't want to seem... They're you know, very sensitive ...insensitive poor. to... I mean, like, I know, I, know, I know, but at the same time, like... That's kind of important. I mean, I guess it is important, but I guess think of it this way. Wand or the, like, 80 textbooks they have to have. But at That's the same true. time, realistically, now those could easily be hand-me-downs. Then, right, like, right, because really right. I'm like, you know, you got six kids, and how often do those really change? Oh, but you know what? Just like nowadays, there's probably 800 new editions.
2: But why can't so, like somebody whoever they're makes on the, the, 52nd uh, the new edition, edition. Of, yeah, yeah, of the fantastic, fantastic story to be sort of find them, Whoever makes one. the new edition of the book, why can't you just like tap some master copy and it changes all copies? That
0: would be amazing. Like why? That would be amazing. Why can't that exist? Let's talk about. I I can't talk about fantastic beasts because I have like one issue with that, and I It's and super I off topic. It. Yeah, it is. How is it that you're, <laughs> I can't? I can't. But how like it's 1920, and so you got a shop over here from like what? What was it? 382,
1: 382 BC. 382
0: BC. That's a very long time. So you're telling me in all that time mythical beasts which has also been roaming this earth supposedly they are still misunderstood to the point where they're being hunted down and murdered and if that is so true how are there any animals on this planet left if they've just been mass murdered left and right the (laughs) second they've been seen like i can't get over that fact i can't like that's that's just like (laughs) and then yes there's the argument that this is a magical world and that's what i can't get past But I'm just saying, there's no thought process, in my opinion,
1: between those two things. I think it's it's I think it's more like poaching. That these animals exist in places in the wild, and people are going and hunting for them. So we have stories of things like pre-statute of secrecy. You have stories of like the Great Hunt or whatever from like. British castles they're going out and hunting the white heart which is like the the like a like a deer the white heart there's like a whole story about um I think King Arthur's men going on on like a hunt and uh it's it's of this sort of thing because muggle community magical community exists coexists the same time you get Muggles going out and slaughtering animals, but then I also think that there's things like uh the demiguys is that gorilla that can that can like turn itself invisible. Those are poached because their furs used to make um, invisibility, invisibility cloaks. cloaks, so you have cases of that too where like this species creates a magical property and so they're hunted for their what like someone who's hunting elephants for their ivory for like, yeah, it's, the it's an awful. It. It's an awful sort of way of existence, but I don't think that it means that, like, everything is going to get wiped off the face of the earth. But there are yeah, creatures that are extinct because of protein and things. So, yeah.
0: there's, a, there's a protection there. But that's... I mean, that that seems more plausible. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, the way they handle
1: it like, New York City,
0: and they're like, oh
1: my god, look, a magical creature.
0: Let's just murder it instantly. Like, that's your response, I, always? I like, think
1: in, specifically in New York City, is that there isn't really anywhere for magical creatures to live, coexist so, uh, with the muggles
2: that it's like, oh no, like it's not that but not kill it, it's like more like, oh god, like, this, this can't, can't be here. here. Yeah. Because it's going to expose us. ruin everything. Mm-hmm. And they and it's that moment of panic. And I mean, I guess wizards and witches are just as easily succumbed to that panic mentality as muggles are. Yeah. In which it's like lashing out and, and you know, that's why I just managed to trying to write a book. Like, hey, you don't have to be scared of them. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them are harmless. Maybe they not
1: yeah. Yeah. they're misunderstood. Exactly.
0: But how are they still misunderstood after because that? Because no one to, to, study study to study them. Yeah, exactly. 90, years I guess Nobody I knows know. anything. I don't know. Maybe how maybe long, it's
2: no one How knows anything long did it take before our animals roamed the earth, before someone sat down and was like, well, I'm going to study these creatures around here, and yeah. I'm going to make names for them, and That doesn't blah, mean we blah, didn't blah.
0: used to think, like, we still knew which ones would eat us, and which ones, <laughs> you
2: know, wouldn't, or that that can be picked apart too cuz there is little creatures that are like maybe cute looking and you're like oh my like, yeah, god that looks fine but like, yeah, like but like, that, that one interaction is like, all you need
0: before word of mouth and starts getting around and be like oh how did you lose your hand that little thing that looks really cute and furry don't go near it that's what how it'll you my Then hand. you can't
2: spread your uh, your your information <laughs> How can you you're dead
1: <laughs> i don't i don't
0: know i don't know i just feel like there would be a lot less population then <laughs> 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 If we weren't at the top of the food chain, eventually it wouldn't take us long to find out. We're very paranoid about that.
1: So, talking about Hedwig, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's a, a... He's a, a creature. creature. She... She's a female. Except all of the owls that play Hedwig are male, because... Headwig's a snowy owl, and females have darker complexions than the males do. Yep, and either. the males are a little bit lighter as well, so it's easier, they're easier to work with for like shots Hedwig of like, such a so, owl. You know? Uh uh The owl that we see for the most part as Hedwig is an owl named Gizmo. Gizmo. In, in this movie, went there the were two ones. other owls. Yes, <laughs> yes the there one. were two other owls that were used as well. One was named Sprout, and the other was named Ook. Ook. Oh, okay, Ook. Aww. And Ook was the first person cast in the movie. The first actor cast was Ook, the owl that was going to be Hedwig. Ook the owl. Uh, and then, of course, Gizmo got more of a spotlight as Hedwig, but Ook was the first one cast. Um, so I, I also looked up information about the the owl, the owl, animal trainer. Um, the animal trainer is a guy named Gary Gero, G-E-R-O, and he worked on The Aviator, Pretty in Pink, Prince of Darkness, uh, in Prince of Darkness he was the bug wrangler, is what his credit says. Back to the Future Part 2, Lethal Weapon 3, Batman Returns, Death Becomes Her, Hocus Pocus, Mrs. Doubtfire, The Crow, 101 Dalmatians, George of the Jungle, Dr. Doolittle, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Casino oh, Royale, yes. and all the Harry Potter movies. Yes, because then Jay and Silent Bob, um, they have a, a chimpanzee. Maybe yeah, a chimpanzee. And so it's this guy, Jerry He's Ger- the one Gero. One yeah, it. Gero. It's G E R O. I don't know how it's Only One R. R. Yeah, only one R. Um, and then I I wanted to look a little bit more information about owls. And so, um, uh, for the last several weeks, we've been asking. I've been asking for an ornithologist to reach out and 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 to be able to give us information about the owls. And no one reached out. However. I did find an ornithologist, this woman named Laura Erickson. Uh, she runs a, a website that I think is, she's like la- lauraerickson.net or dot .com or something. But she calls herself Professor McGonagall, owl, <laughs> O-W-L at the end. Um, oh and uh, I want to go back and mention that, like, a couple of things I picked up from her website, because she's got stuff about every single owl that was, like, seen in the movie. Um the owl on the Pervet Drive sign that we, we mistakenly yes. call the Great Horned Owl, it's an eagle owl. An eagle an owl. An eagle owl. And also I learned that owls are not very good at uh, working together. So the scene outside Pervet Drive where we see all the different owls landing outside of number four Private Drive, they shot that scene over and over and over again okay. to layer in all the different owls that show up in that scene. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Uh, I thought that easy. was really so cool. so much time. Yeah. yeah. So, so thank, I want to thank Professor McGonagall for it. McGonagall. McGonagall. It's
0: uh, just fun to say. It is. It's
1: super fun. The, it. the first time I read it, I was like, no. no. <laughs>
0: Then he really kept saying
1: it. McGonagall. Uh, <laughs> because fun. Gary loves puns. It's so fun, him. Professor McGonagall. Uh, oh, not more puns. Oh, oh no. no. That's
0: Gary 40. just loves puns. No, Awful see, it's it's sat.
2: It, I've been around Gary so much that it saturated my life. So I never used to laugh. I never even laughed at puns. I never seeked them, as, you know, sought them, as, sought them out or anything. Uh, but now, when I see one, and okay. I kind of like like. There's such a like, delight in uh, it And I so point them out funny. to my to my boyfriend and he just kinda like looks at me and he goes He goes, Okay, Gary like he's like, uh, he's like he's like he's like this is his influence. I can see it and I'm like he's like you never laughed at him before and I'm like, I know. It's it's
1: totally like I Gary and such influence. delight in like puns. Just the word play. It's so fun for me. I you.
0: wish I could remember case that I really I actually had a really good one the other day <laughs> and I sat on this couch and laughed for like five <laughs> minutes. That's awesome. It wasn't Did even you like. Remember it. It was let funny. Me know. It wasn't like laugh for five minutes. Funny. I think I then I think I just got caught up in the fact that I was actually laughing at one, and I was like, oh my god, he actually had a funny
1: one. <laughs> That's always, nice. That yeah, always yeah, nice. I mean,
2: you're allowed to get one good one every once in a while, <laughs> right?
1: I didn't okay. write anything else for this minute, but I know that we do have a little bit more. We see them inside the leaky cauldron at the end yes, of the minute here. He, because it ends like, with he just kind of has this look on his face like what? Oh my, my god! A Chris. No, this no, is the first like that This is, his, is the first birthday present he's ever gotten. This I is mean, the first thing anyone's ever given I him. Mean, as a he, gift. he didn't necessarily say it was a gift. He just taps on the glass. and says to birthday. You know, like so he's no, kind of he like he says happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, he says happy birthday. So he has like
2: this look on his face, like not only did I get a gift, but it's an
1: owl. It's a things. A very beautiful snowy owl. Very beautiful owl. I was like gonna apparently There's join three. them for
0: dinner. Yeah, he was just saying. Look yeah. at the excellent top hat on
1: that gentleman in the background. The we are looking at a still of the inside of Luigi Cauldron, Harry and um Hagrid are sitting at the table and that they're eating insane. and it looks it looks like he's eating out of a cauldron. Hagrid has this giant cauldron on the table in front of him. He's well, just like bring me the have a cauldron because yeah. he's a big guy. So. But in the background we see some of these really wonderful witches and wizards that we see as extras and there's a gentleman with a very fantastic top hat. And then it, wonderful extras, wonderful
2: costume design. Yeah, like, it's
1: it's all it's really wonderful, fantastic. So Harry starts kind of grilling Hagrid about like <laughs> this is just perfect.
0: We just got to the <laughs> end of the minute and like Harry really was saying, he says the whole um he mentions yeah, um he's like killed, he, he killed, killed my else, parents, didn't he? he as mm-hmm. the one who gave me this and he taps his scar. But it like just cuts to Hagrid and Hagrid has this like face, suspicious like, oh, kind of angry look on his face like, like why are you asking this? Like he knows he's gonna have to get into this and yeah. he just doesn't want to. No. So it's Perfect because I feel like Like, adults look at change language all the time.
1: Because
0: it's not how I
1: look at children. Yeah. Yeah, Some things I don't want to talk to them about. Like, oh, I don't think I'm qualified to be the one to tell you this. It's (laughs) kinda kind of some side either. Well I, I think that also I think also Hagrid doesn't want to to do to, to bring any misery to Harry. He's really a protector, this yeah. motherly kind of figure. He and just wants he to like, joy yeah, on his face. I don't like, want I don't to tell you them... about the death of your parents. I don't want to be that one. Yeah.
2: I
0: don't want to be that guy.
2: do I don't want to bring happiness to you, not like be the downer.
0: <laughs> what a go play downer. with your owl.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what? Go play, go with, go your play with your owl. Your <laughs> owl. Go be something. Opens thing. the cage. Look it got out. Knocks it no. out. Like <laughs> <laughs> go get it, sir, that's terrible. terrible. He's that a is terrible. kid. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I... Realistically, he is. He yeah, is. Well, is he's 11. Scary. true.
1: He's 11. All right. I think that was everything I had for this minute, too. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had a couple little tangents, but it was all good. Thank you for, being for bearing all with good. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, you can join us tomorrow. We'll wrap up the week on uh, this this Friday before Christmas. Do you want to, can you join us again tomorrow, Kate? Would you be back? I think I can manage it, yeah. Okay. It'll be nice to have you here. We'll ring out the week. Uh, you can follow us at DuelingGenre.com, and you can email us at contact at HPMinute.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute and Twitter at HP Minute. And you can join our exclusive Facebook group, uh, Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army, uh, which is has been a really fun community for people that want to join us and discuss the podcast. And Harry Potter, and just share a love for the Wizarding world as much as we, we 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 love it. Um, okay, I think I've exhausted all of our clothes. All right, mischief, mischief managed. managed.